Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Today I'm talking about love again from an attachment perspective. And I'm asking a question that I want us all to consider. And you may consider this in different contexts, in the context of a romantic relationship or just a special friendship. Because sometimes I speak to people and they struggle with connection, struggle with friendship, struggle with making friendship last long term. So are you struggling with finding the one? The one could be your romantic partner. The one could be a special friend. Just the one. Are you struggling? This could be why. And as we continue the series on attachment from just different perspectives, I want you to think about this in in that attachment perspective. And that's one of the reasons why I do groups as well, because I know people, when we experience pain, Sometimes, depending on the type of trauma that we experience, we struggle to find good, close, connected relationships Um, for many different reasons. It's complex. It's layered. And so if you're someone who has struggled with friendships your whole life and you're in this season and you know that you like to have friends and you don't know how to make friendships last, then I want you to just hold tight and to consider this. Let's just listen as we go through and consider some of these things. So you might be stuck in a negative cycle, might be one reason, you might be stuck in a negative cycle of why me, which leaves you doing or or being somehow in the wrong while you can't find the one, where relationships fail, where people come into your life and they take, 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 take. People come into your life for short seasons sometimes People come into your life for different things and they come and they take and they leave you depleted. And once again, you're left on your own and you're wondering, why me? Or they don't call, they come, but they don't last long or people are on the periphery of your life. Uh, I, I saw this TikTok recently where this young lady was saying, how come I can't find love? How come? In my estimation, she was beautiful. She was a beautiful woman, but she don't see herself as beautiful. And so she feels like, she said when, when she's on, at home on her own, she feels beautiful when she looks in the mirror. But when she goes out with her friends, she feels like she's the ugly duckling among her friends. Well, her friends must be very beautiful because this was a beautiful woman. And she said when she's out, men tend not to say hello to her. They tend not to go for her. They will go for her friends, but not her. And she's left and she don't know how to talk to her friends about this situation. And she was asking, well, you and I, the public, how do you manage that when you're the one in the midst that nobody has ever approached? And what that, what's that like for you? And would you say to your friends? Now, there's very little her friends can do about that because I believe the, the, the confidence and the self-esteem with her needs to be improved. Not that that will make people start to notice her, but then it will be less it will be less problematic because it wouldn't be so much as nobody saying hello, but are the right people saying hello? And that's the situation where sometimes we feel we're struggling because sometimes we're in, you might be in the season where you're feeling lonely. And so anybody who comes might be sufficient for you because you're thinking, well, I'm lonely. Somebody's here. I'm just going to work with what I have versus allowing yourself to get to know yourself really well and get to know what your attachment pattern is and what theirs, their attachment pattern is. And 
just get to understand how both can work together, your relational style, your trauma responses, all of these things that are so important that we don't often talk, think about when we're thinking about romantic relationships or, or indeed friendships. Are we compatible at this deep level? Do we even want the same thing? So when we think about it in that context, the story that we tell ourselves around why we are not with anyone, why you're, what the story you tell yourself about why you're not with anyone might be a very different story. You know, self-evaluation is important. It's absolutely key to growth. But if you're evaluating yourself using criteria that is not yours, that is somebody else's, then it, the, the outcome is going to be different. But if you know yourself, if you understand yourself and you're evaluating yourself and your, your actions and just the things you do, the places you go, the activities that you engage in, how you respond and all of those kind of things. If you're doing it through the lens of truth and um, then and, and knowledge of, you know, things like attachment, then it, it stands, it gives you a better understanding so you're not telling yourself stories about your worth and about your self-esteem. Like this lady, you know, um, crying on the video because that because of the story she's telling herself about why she thinks nobody's saying hello to her versus saying hello to uh, her friends. Um, because the reason could be far removed from, from, from the one that you're telling yourself. You might be attracted to people with insecure attachment who can't, who can't consistently meet your needs or have no idea where to begin. And so you might be in the past tolerant of this kind of thing, of having people in your life who can't meet your needs, but maybe now you're changing and finding the one is knowing how to spot the person with secure attachment, the person who is safe with healthy relational patterns. That that goes a long way in learning how to know who the one is. I did a video recently where I talk about, you know, sometimes there's a narcissist who goes from church to church um, and they end up with, they, they always end up with someone and, and sometimes, you know, they're very clever in, in how they respond. But sometimes when we understand patterns and, and what safe, healthy relationship looks like and how to be honest and how to be, how to trust yourself, when, you, when those red flags starts to pop up and not reason them away, then it really helps us. It really helps with saving heartache um, and thinking of you can't find the one versus, you know, learning how to be whole on your own, learning how to be steady, learning how to know, get to know yourself, understand yourself, love yourself, learning how to, how to be, how to be content with being, with being with you, because if it means being with someone with who is unsafe, someone who has unhealthy relational patterns, somebody who can't meet your needs, being on your own is going to be far more, far more healthy and, and better for you in the long run than being with someone else. So are you struggling to find the one? Think about it in terms of the one that is safe, the one that's healthy, the one that's kind and compassionate, the one that is a soft space for you the one that is willing to learn and grow with you, the one that is, you're, you're, fine to, you're fine to be yourself. You don't have to be anything else. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to be anything other than you are. And so if you, if you love yourself and, 
and and let yourself know that there's no way you're going to compromise on any one of those things if it means if it me if that means the one that you don't have to compromise on those real having your needs met it doesn't have to be an either or situation and then when that is when when those things are achieved then then the one will come whoever they are whether it's as i said a romantic relationships or a special friendship so thank you for joining me in stories that shape us i hope you'll join me on the next story